0: Well, good morning, everybody. I'm happy to have Chip Desmond, who is the CEO of Desmond & Associates, with us to chat for a few minutes about uh, architecture and Pittsburgh and COVID and all those wonderful things. I've known Chip for many years. I think uh, he and I played tennis back when we were 12 or something like that. So <laughs> we go way back, way back. Um and uh so catching up here so chip well thanks a lot for joining and taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule uh sure
1: thank you taylor
0: usually we start with tell us a little bit about yourself and and desmond associates
1: sure well uh uh you know i'm a third generation architect so it's been uh, a family business for 65 years um you know i'm i'm fortunate enough to have a a a great team but i had some great family pushing me out the door along the way and helping me to to get where I am. So uh, you know, I, I I can surely say that, um, you know, I stand on the shoulders of those who went before me and I, I didn't, didn't do everything by myself. That's for sure. So, um, we now have, uh, two offices, one in Pittsburgh, one in Morgantown. We employ about 44 people. Um, and, uh, you know, this is a, for a change, it's a great time to be an architect, so you can't always say that in lots of economies, so lots of cycles and it's, so it's a good time right now making hay. That's
0: great. Well, just a little side where, where uh, what took you to Morgantown? I'm just curious what the, the second office down there
1: Well, it's kind of a crazy story, so one of my partners um, uh, was dating uh, a girl there who who worked at, uh, WVU hospitals and he was tired of, um, he was living in outside of union town. So he was tired of commuting to Pittsburgh every day. And, uh, he was kind of really looking for an opportunity to open an office down there, or at least working from home. And, uh, it just so happened that, uh, about that time we had an interview to do an industrial project, um, for the, um, monongalia industrial development authority and we were at the interview and i told them that if they gave us this job we would open an office in morgantown and so they gave us the job so i had to open an office in morgantown and uh so we did that right away with just one one person and uh that was six years ago um last month and um and we now have eight people in that office and uh you know, they're doing all kinds of great work uh, all over West Virginia right now. So it was a, it was a good move.
0: That was sort of going to be my follow-up question to that. Like, how big a uh, geographic footprint do you have? So obviously, does that office cover West Virginia and you sort of touch Maryland, Ohio, or is it strictly, and then Pittsburgh office, do you, do you extend, how far outside of Pittsburgh do you extend?
1: Well, we overlap. The offices overlap um, a lot, actually, because the Pittsburgh office is doing stuff in Wheeling. The, the Morgantown office is doing stuff uh, around Pittsburgh and um, I'm registered in about 18 states, I think. And so we're working all over the country um, and, you know, st- we still operate as one business. Um, we just have, you know, the ability to be hyper-local in Morgantown, which I think is really helpful there to get to get work in Morgantown and across West Virginia as well. And so we are doing stuff in Maryland. Um, we had an office in Maryland for a while, but uh um, we closed that kind of, uh, right during the pandemic, but, uh, you know, we're doing stuff in a lot of work in Ohio right now, a lot of work in New York and New Jersey and, um, Virginia, um, West Virginia, a lot of work in Colorado, uh, some work in Arizona, um, right now. So, you know, we'll, we'll go anywhere for work.
0: That's great. And I, I don't know if you can divulge, but any, uh, Highlights of some fun projects. I guess you know. I know with an architect, everything's fun. But do you have any uh, big projects that you can tell us about that are that are being worked on?
1: Uh, let's see. Um, I should well, use
0: fun, You know, interesting projects. I
1: should say. We, you know, we've got. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. We've got. We're doing um, several hundred apartments on the south side next to um, Hofra House um, for Samer Road, uh, the developer who bought that. That development. Um, that same company took us to Cleveland, where we're doing a couple hundred more apartments right across the street from um, the ballpark there. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, we're doing uh, Brewers Block, which is uh, also an apartment project um, just next to Iron City Brewery in Polish Hill, Strip District area, just a couple blocks from my office. And um, so there's a lot of apartments on the on the um, boards right now, but we also have a fair amount of uh, industrial projects and um, lots of manufacturing stuff, uh, tech flex as we call it. Um, so we're doing a lot of those um, in Etna, 51 bridge um, in uh, Lawrenceville uh, for RIDC. Um, so we're, you know, we're doing quite a bit of that, that kind of work and we're also doing, you know, as we always have, it's a lot of uh, college and university projects for WBU and local universities as well so keeping pretty busy sounds like
0: sounds like a nice broad spectrum of work too oh yeah that always keeps it keeps it interesting
1: yeah well just
0: sort of going to segue into the we talked about like obviously covid's been on everybody's mind for the last few years and um, maybe you could talk to us a little bit about you know how you dealt with covid Maybe before and how it's looked like coming af- out of it. Like hopefully most people are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel here. But maybe tell us a little about how you you dealt with that uh, that time frame.
1: Sure, sure. Well, you know, going into um, the pandemic, we were um, accidentally brilliant because we um, had been working on an addition to our office in Lawrenceville, and, and it was something I'd been wanting to do for fifteen years or more. But, uh, you know, we finally got it, started designing it. And, you know, the the next big thing in design and the next, next big thing in, in um, you know, how people um, work and live in buildings is, well, now you, you've probably heard of LEED certified buildings before, but LEED is more about, um, you know, doing buildings that are, um, Better for the environment and better for energy consumption. Well, well is um, the intersection between um, design and human health. So, how do we design buildings to um, promote and maintain um, better human health? And so, you know, I pushed upon our team that you know we needed to be on the cutting edge of the future of design, and that is you know the WELL certification program. So just before the pandemic hit, we opened our addition and we received a wealth certification gold level. So we were the first um, building in Pittsburgh to to get that designation. We may be the first building, office building in Pennsylvania to get it actually. There were only about 140 across the country, I think at the time we did it. So, um, you know, in this The well program kind of talks about um, you know air quality, air filtration, uh, fresh air makeup, uh, water quality, um, the access to daylighting, access to fresh air. So our windows open, everybody's next to a window on both sides of the building. Um, You know our stairways are wider to promote walking instead of taking an elevator. Um, So there are things like that, Um, nourishment and you know the quality of snacks and foods that we have in the building to to help people as well. So, you know, the building is designed to basically promote human health. And so that, uh, um, so we'd finished that just before the pandemic and the pandemic hit and everything shut down, but literally within um, weeks of, of things shutting down, you know, a lot of us were back in the office because we were literally working in one of the safest environments in the city of Pittsburgh um, with regards to you know, separation and air quality and and light and just working conditions. So people were felt safe and comfortable to come back. Um, And on top of that, you know, before um, the pandemic hit, we'd already had a policy of a two days uh, remote work. So we basically told people, you know, at the end, we're just going to maintain our policies, you know, and you can still work from home two days a week uh, or work remotely. And that's, cool with us because that's our policy and we're just going to maintain the policy. And so, you know, it's Friday at Desmond Architects and um, there aren't many people here, but um, I can tell by um, the Slack messages that are scrolling across my screen right now that people are out there working and keeping busy. So uh, it's, it's all good.
0: Great. That's great. And how do you like, do you have any, uh, I wouldn't say need of help but like any challenges is the, is the challenges for you now you know I always say in business you you can have too much work and you need people to facilitate the work or you're looking for new projects what what are some of the ch- we'll finish up with that but some of the challenges are you are you looking for architects and maybe we could end with that of what are some ideas you have for the next generation out there of uh, people who might want to consider being an architect
1: All right well you know we're always Hiring um, and always interviewing people, so we're we're looking right now. I think we have four open positions that we're advertising for right now. Um, you know, and the business because you know the business is so old, we kind of have um, this um, kind of longer horizon than a lot of people tend to see because you know I have the ability to look back and know what the business was like. Thirty-five years ago, when I started, and what how it's moved over time. So you know, the company has has grown quite a bit um, over the last twenty years, and we are in a constant process of transition. It never really stops, and um, you know, we um, are in the process of no longer being a family business. Really, we um, you know, my father just passed this year. And we were already in the process of um, transferring his ownership shares to other, um, you know, leaders in the business, and um, you know that process is actually completing um, this week for the new round of, of shareholders and uh, existing shareholders to buy more shares. Um, so we now have eleven owners um, ranging in ownership percentages from me that's at uh, you know I'm at 39%, but you know, it goes all the way down from, you know, 18%, 15%, 10%, 5% to 1%, um, some of the um, more recent um, partners. So you know, we're planning for the future and we're showing people who are here that there's a path to leadership and a path to ownership. And uh, you know that the company will hopefully continue to grow on on the backs of their hard work and talent. So that's kind of the, the future of the company itself.
0: Great, I think that's, a, that's sort of a great way to end it here. But uh, yeah, Chip, thank you so much for your time. And uh, I think that's fantastic and congratulations. You know, a lot of companies don't make it uh, that long and, you know, for you to be multi-generational here and still going strong is a testament to you, your family, your team, uh, certainly good for Pittsburgh. Uh, You know, obviously, we need we need firms like yours to to stay around and thrive
1: uh, for the future. Designed to thrive. That's our that's our tagline. Designed to thrive. Yeah. Thanks, Taylor. It's fun. One sec.